Hello everyone and welcome to Friends Till the End, your one-stop shop for all things Friends as we critique the classic sitcom episode by episode. I'm Michael, I'm joined with the crazy cat lady herself, Elizabeth. Hi Elizabeth. Hey Michael. How you doing? Good. Yeah? Yeah. Doing alright? Yeah. Chilling there in your little cat nightshirt? Cats are the best. They're okay. They're great. Chilling there in your hot pants. You know I'm a never nude. <laughs> I'd prefer if you did not bring that to everybody's attention. You said it. Ready to talk about another great episode of Friends? I am. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Great. We'll get to that all in good time. But first of all, it's that classic feature. It's taking the nation by storm. It's time for Ask Elizabeth. Ask Elizabeth. Ask Elizabeth. This is the time when the good people of Twitter pose their questions for Elizabeth. They can be friends related or they can just be general life advice and Elizabeth will give it. Not, not so much on the life advice actually. People don't seem to want to take your, take your musings. I guess not, huh? Yeah. Uh, well. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm so likable and, and intelligent. And modest. And modest and humble and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Today's question comes from Nick Murray at Nick Blair Murray. Okay. He's got a question for you. What does he say? He's a little bit mean-spirited, but... Is Phoebe's unique personality some kind of disassociative coping mechanism for her traumatic past, while Sister Ursula is outwardly apathetic? (laughs) Oh, crikey. What do you think? He's very intelligent. Um, I think that she probably tried really hard to be very different from those in her family and her sister who she shared a womb with you know so i don't i I don't think she's done it on purpose but it's a really good observation like people handle trauma in all sorts of ways so that very well could be true i just think to break it down to something more simple is that they needed someone to fill that void of having the the quirks in the show like, they didn't have anyone that was more of a free spirit. Everyone is just the same old person, and she stands out. So I think they just needed someone, and then they developed this insane backstory for her. You're up to speed on, like, all of her backstory, right? I can't remember if it's all been covered on the show. Um, you know what happened to Mum? She killed herself. Yep. You know what happened to Dad? Uh, he went away. Skipped town. Yeah, yeah, okay. Stepdad? No, I don't remember. He's, he's in jail. Oh, he's in jail. Yeah. Sister, they have no relationship. She's mm. kind of mean. What do you think happened between Phoebe and Ursula for them to, to have a falling out? I don't know if they have, nothing ever happened. I just think they were very different people. Mm. They just don't get along. Do you think they'll ever make it up? Do you think we'll see more of Ursula going forward? Yes. Oh, you do? Yeah, I do. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, with that response, yeah. probably not. Well, but yeah, well, no, <laughs> That was a really good question, though. Pretty good, yeah. Pretty, Thank you, Nick pretty, Blair Murray. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we've just finished season two, episode 21, the one with the bullies. Aired April 25th, 1996. We've had another three weeks off since our last episode at the beginning of April. Is April 25th that day from Miss Congeniality? I wouldn't know. Why? You know when she says? Oh. Like, what's, what is, describe your... your perfect date. She's like... <laughs> I'd have to say April 25th. It's not know. too hot and it's not too cold. 
All you need is a light jacket. <laughs> that is a pretty solid joke, to be honest. No, it's great. Um, yeah, April 25th. Yes! I'd say April 25th. Good job, you. So it's well a done. good day. Very yeah. obscure movie reference I just uncovered I don't know from if my it's brain. that obscure. I think it's that the one clever line in that whole movie. No, it's a good movie. Is it? Yeah. Uh, if you say so. Oh, it's good. With old Sandy Bollocks. Maybe I only know that because I saw that meme popping up on social media and it's not Mm -hmm. long after April 25th that we're recording this, so... Perhaps. You know? Perhaps you're right. What do you think we're we're talking in terms of viewing figures this time around? If you remember, they took a bit of a plummet for the first time below the 30 million mark last episode, 27.4. Oh, yeah. They go even lower. Oh, my gosh. Where do you think we're going to now? 26.8? 24.7. Whoa, yeah, that's their worst, right? Yeah. Uh, well, it's the worst in a long time. I don't know. Maybe se- I think season one they were like... What's happening? Well, I have a theory, what? actually. What do you? What what big event is taking place this season that might see a drop in the ratings? WrestleMania. What? <laughs> what does that even mean? Isn't that a big event? Oh, right. Like, oh, okay, happening that time of year. No, 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 no. This se- <laughs> this season of Friends. We've seen a steady decline. Oh! <laughs> I don't know why you looked at me so confusingly. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, well, Rachel and Ross are together. Well, I think that's it. Yeah, so I think people are like, okay, well, they're together, so fuck it. Yeah. I think the, like, the intrigue was the will they, won't they? And now that they will, people... Don't wish care. It, wishes they, won't they? I wish they won't they. Mm. It's a real Sam and Diane relationship. Oh lord! It's a real Fraser and Roz relationship. No, that's not a thing. They're platonic friends because you can be platonic friends, Michael. You literally just slept through the episode where they slept together, but uh... no. Oh, revelations! Are you serious? Ah. Mm. <sighs> <sighs> It's a no, real, you're joking. It's a real Niles and Daphne no, situation. No, you're joking. All right, okay, if you say so. Oh my god! This episode opens in Monica and Rachel's apartment. Monica is watching the stock markets on television. Yes. Watching all them numbers fly by, people on the phones. She's just interested because she saw a stock that had her, like, what was it, M-O-N? M-E-G. Oh. Right? What's her middle name? I don't know. Maybe Elizabeth? Yeah, she saw that go by. And she's saying, oh, you know, I saw my initials. That's so cool. It's me up there on the news station. So, you know, it takes a while. It takes two or three hours for it to come back again. But when you see it on the screen, it's really fun. Jesus, she's really hit the bottom of the barrel now, hasn't she? Well, she doesn't have anything to do without her job. She's just kind of bored and, Mm. yeah. She just go hang out with Dr. Richard Burke at work. I totally forgot about him, actually, now that you said that. (gasps) How could you? Yes, he wasn't in. This was. He seems to be doing one on one off right now. Yeah. This was one of those crap episodes where he's not even there. Oh, you thought this was a crap episode? No, well, only because he wasn't there. Uh, Lord. Ross is like, oh, Monica, that's got someone you can have a job interview with. And Phoebe's like, oh my God, uh, that's. I've been hearing signs all day that I should uh, go see my dad. So that old chestnut's been dug back up again. Mm-hmm. Even though it's quite tenuous, the signs to go see her dad. Well, it's obvious that she feels that she should, and she's searching for anything to make a sign, you know? I guess. So yes, she makes that decision, and off we go into the episode. Chandler and Ross look as if they've just got back from the gym. 
they're like all tired, but then it's revealed that they haven't been to the gym yet. Very funny. Story of my life. So funny. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> uh, there are some mean guys in the coffee shop. They sit yeah. in their seats, and those guys are like, hey, you're in our seats. On the couch, On which the couch. you've never literally seen anyone else in. Because it's always reserved for them. I guess. Yeah. And yeah, they were like, first of all, they try and like laugh it off, but the guys are mean guys. They're mean. And they steal Chandler's hat. His baseball hat, His yeah. baseball cap. Yeah, so that kind of sets up. It's a little bit ridiculous. These guys are just antagonistic. They don't like them. They don't like their faces. They're jerks. They're jerks. They're real jerks. They're bullies. They're bullies. Yeah. We don't like bullies. Nope. <laughs> uh, Monica had the job interview. She went on the job interview. She's not too happy about it because it was for one of those 50s diners. Yeah, where everyone dressed up in like a very stereotypical character. Yeah. And anytime like... you play a song or a table plays a song, you have to get up on the tables and dance. Mm-hmm. You've got like your Buddy Hollies and your your Elvis Presleys and what have you. Yeah. Uh, she have you ever been to one of those diners? You ever nope. been to like a kitschy themed diner? Uh, I guess it looks very old fashioned, but the people that work there are just regular. They're just normal. Oh, they're not from the past. No, I they're mean not they're not the like in a character. They're just <laughs> in like they have their aprons and that's okay. about it. You know. Okay. <laughs> they're not ghosts. They're not ghosts. Oh, you haven't been to one of those ghost diners? <laughs> Place just fall horrific. on the ground. It's like my nightmare. <laughs> Ghost Diner? Uh, yeah. That's right. Screenplay idea. Oh, boy. <laughs> I think we can get one of the Friends guys to st- star in Ghost Diner. Definitely Ross. <laughs> David Schwimmer? He's on... Um... Oh, <laughs> Somebody tweeted us. I'd have to look it up, but I, I, I don't want it right now. Asking what we thought of uh, David Schwimmer. He's in, like, this um, this dramatic podcast. It's like a, they're like telling a story, but it's like piece by piece from like snippets of phone calls and stuff, and it's like a sort of mystery drama, and it's pretty good. You listen it's to got it? David Schwimmer. Yeah, I've listened to the first couple of episodes. Can't even remember what it's called now. Again, could look it up, but would I like it? Nah, probably not. But you've fair enough. You've made more podcasts than you've listened to. To be <laughs> fair, I do like certain ones though. <laughs> Name them. Go on. Here we go. What's the tea? Elizabeth's top ten tips for podcasting. Number one. What's the T? RuPaul and Michelle Visage. Number two. Judge John Hodgman. Yeah. Number three. We saw a live one one time. Doug Loves Movies. Doug Loves Movies. Number four. Those Irish guys who watch wrestling? No. Oh, come on. I like that they laugh at things, but no, that's they, it. I wish I loved Anadin as much as they love wrestling. I know. Wouldn't that be great? Mm-hmm. No, not. I mostly was the tea. Oh, I like Friends Till the End. That's a good one. That's mm, okay. I think it's great. I think their, their chemistry is just, oh. I think they've jumped the shark and the guy's pretty insufferable, <laughs> if you ask me. I think the girl's so beautiful. It's overwhelming when I listen to her. <laughs> her voice is just like majestic i falsely listening to her and then i dream about her and then i wake up and listen to her again mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. good any more any more you want to give a shout out to nope no no more podcasts you want to give a shout out to nope but here's the thing there are There's so many there there are more podcasts in the world than there are people listening to podcasts they're awesome though like podcasts are great mm-hmm. once you find one you like you pray to god they have a lot of episodes so you can just keep listening to it sure like the Judge John Hodgman podcast. That's a good one. 
Phoebe's off on a road trip. Off to see her dad. Just like she did last time. Mm-hmm. She's borrowed the taxi cab from her Grammy Gram. Mm-hmm. She's off upstate. You seem to have forgotten about their last adventure. Because you were like, why did she go to a taxi cab? No, I remembered it once they were there. But when I saw that they were in a taxi cab, I was like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. She's got Joey along for the ride again. Yeah. And this time Rachel. Rachel too, yep. She, she got nothing else going on in this episode. And she doesn't have a job, so... Well, they need to get her out of the coffee shop for this episode so her boyfriend can get bullied. Oh, right, right, right. right. Yeah. yeah. So, Stay she's off. there. Joey is prepared. You probably don't remember, but, like, last time they were in the taxi, Phoebe would, like, slam on the brakes and there's no seatbelts and him and Chandler would smack against the, the glass. Oh, yeah. This time they brought pills along. To put their in front of their heads? Yeah. So That's they don't funny. get smacked. Yeah. Continuity. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's good stuff. Good job, Joey. So, they're there. Phoebe's like, all right, I'm going to do it this time. She doesn't want a chicken out. So she gets out of the car. There's a cute little dog with his little legs going, dee, 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 dee. No. And. He's not a cute dog, Michael, because he bites onto her pant leg and will not let go. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't even make it all the way up the stairs. This thing just comes right around the corner, bites her pant leg, and she's trying to shake him off. You were you found this a little distressing yes, at one I point because he kind of like got a little thrown up in the air. Yes, he got thrown up in the air and he like flipped and then fell down and like but he landed, landed on his feet. I know he landed on his feet like every good cat would, but it was so distressing. I was worried about him. I know he's like an actor, but still, <laughs> I was concerned. What um what kind of dog is it? It looked like a Jack Russell. A Jack, but he was longer. He Maybe was he was a... mixed like a Dachshund. Ooh, that's quite a cute little dog. What's his name? <laughs> Francis. Francis, I don't know, I think you panicked there. Okay, what is his name, Michael? His name is Gunther. No. Oh, Gunther. <laughs> what? You can't have... You, that's what I don't like about TV shows. I mean, sometimes you just have to have characters that have the same name. Because Gunther. sometimes you just... Sometimes people work with people with the same name. Sometimes people who have... Yes, you've said this before, names. Michael. Have I? Yes, you said it before. I don't but know. Gunther is not a name you hear a lot. So when there's already one... There's millions of others you could probably choose from. Yeah, yeah, but like, there's at least one Gunther in New York, and then there's got to be another one in upstate New York. Have I really said this before? Yes. I don't remember that whatsoever. Yes, you have. Maybe just to you. No, no. All right. I remember being in this exact position <laughs> and you saying it. Well, it's bloody right. TV shows should have more characters that have the same name. I know it's confusing for audiences, but like... You know what I noticed about this episode and other ones from this what? show? You don't really see the girls eating as much as the guys. Well. And I wonder if that's true for other shows. I don't know. I don't even really notice the guys eating all that much. It's like stereotypical. I guess. Well, like... Do you know what I've noticed? What? They don't really drink that much coffee, considering they spend most of their lives in a coffee shop. Why don't they drink alcohol? Like, why don't they go to you a see bar? They crack a beer every now and again. Yeah, but they don't go to, like, a bar. Yeah. It's weird. Mm. What's wrong with them? I know. <laughs> like, if this was set today, or, like, all the How I Met Your Mother, well, yeah, How I Met New Your Girl. Mother. Yeah, like, the bar is a central location that of a coffee shop. never go to a shop. bar New Girl. They're always in that bloody attic just yelling at each other. Nick works at a bar. Oh, yeah. And right. it's, like, right downstairs from them or whatever. Yeah. Just, like, I think maybe they're just trying to do something different, because you got, like, Cheers, which is very much... Set in a bar. Very much set in a bar. Yeah. But then Frasier, that was, which was about the same time as this, that was coffee, coffee shop. shop. Right. Yeah. Eh, I guess those are your only two options. Yeah. So Nippy Dog Attack, Phoebe retreats to the car. Uh, Rachel tries to distract it with a sandwich. 
Joey's going to go out and get the sandwich and Rachel's like you can't go out there and he's like no it's just a dog it's not it's, what's the word and you turn around and the dog is like halfway in the door like leaning through the window it's wonderful it's, it's the best moment of friends that has been there so far it's pre- really yes wow. it's the funniest moment of friends so it's far it's pretty good to be it's honest just, it's just like the window's cracked halfway open you don't see it jump up or anything no. you just turn around and it's there it's like the nah. dog's like half in half in the cab half out because the window's cracked open yeah and he just is there barking at them like just bark bark not even like menacingly he's just like barking in their faces it's, it's so good it's pretty good uh. <laughs> Ross uh. Ross and Chandler return to Monica and Rachel's apartment a little bit bewildered by these mean guys who stole their hats. Uh, Rachel's there to comfort Ross. Chandler has no one. Oh, poor Chan Chan. Poor Chandler. So yeah, they they find that a bit weird. Monica has uh, gone a little bit further with the stock market. She's actually now buying shares in the stock market. She's just like, yeah, I'm going to invest in me and you know, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, she makes a big deal in the fact that she only has $127 left in her account. And she's like, you know... If I invest, maybe it'll go up. Because look, if I had done this earlier, as she was looking in the newspaper, the, the MEG or whatever went up two points. She's like, I could have made a lot of money. So I'm going to invest my money in the stock yeah. market. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Ross and Chandler go back to the coffee shop. They're just kind of hanging out, trying to put the whole grizzly business behind them. Yeah. The mean guys turn up again. No. Oh, no. This time one of them's wearing a bolo tie. Yes! In New York. Come on now. I mean, I respect the bolo tie, but you, there's a time and a place for we're it. We're not living in Texas or New Mexico or Arizona. No, we're I not. I imagine that. And neither are they. I imagine that all of the people, if any, that listen from there are deeply offended. But no, I just why? feel like, isn't that from there? Well, it's, it's associated with, like, the South, certainly. And, like, ranchers. And, okay. and and what have you. Yes, he's wearing a bolo tie. And they're, they're like, really mean to Chandler and Ross. Mm-hmm. And I I wonder, what is it going to take for someone that works there or a patron to be like, stop? They, well, like, pull the, the sofa back because they're sitting on it. Mm. So it's, like, on only two legs instead of four. It's, no, like, no one, no one would have done something? Well, the guys are, like, pressuring them to give up their seats. So Ross is just like, all right, you leave me no choice. And they turn to the big bad hero of Central Park. Goes to Gunther. Gunslinging Gunther. Not all heroes wear capes, Elizabeth. And Gunther, <laughs> he's a real hero. Uh-huh. He tells the guys to back off. And they're like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. Didn't want any trouble. No, he said it so nicely. He's just like, uh, they were here first, so. Yeah. And that was it. And they were like, we're not messing with this guy. Yeah. Anyone with a haircut like that has got to be crazy. <laughs> Do you think it's bleached? Of course it's bleached. It's awful. Oh, come on. That's not fair. Listen, Sorry, Gunther. We want him on the show. Oh. God. Gotta be nice to him. Can we have Chandler on the show? Uh, no. We, we've gotta be realistic here. Come on. Can we have Mr. Heckles on the show? Mr. Heckles? No, he's still... He's doing alright. He's a working guy. He's doing his <laughs> thing. So, the guys are like, alright, we're gonna settle this outside. And Joey and, and Chandler and Ross are like, oh, come on. No, we're not gonna do that. We're not gonna fight you. The guys were like, all right, well, then in that case, you guys can never come back here. And they're like, ugh. And yeah, this could be the end of a Central Park gang. You know what I like to point out? What? Isn't the scene before this that we've already talked about? They make fun of Ross, and I love it. 
Because when they first are telling the other gang about the fact that they were bullied, they walk into Monica and Rachel's apartment, and they both just stand there, and they both go at the same time, hi. Mm -hmm. They do, like, Ross's dumb hi thing. Yeah, they're both I love it. I know, but they... That's not making fun of Ross. They're making fun of Ross. Who's making fun of Ross? Who's they? Th- them well because that's like Ross's what, thing what and Ch- Chandler is now doing it I don't think it's like what you do when you're sad I think it's like obvious that it was Ross's sound but Chandler Ross. is feeling down in the dumps too I know but Chandler's he, not making fun of Ross he's an individual moment. he can also ha- express his sadness in another way I thought it was a funny cute little moment that they dropped in I thought they did it I thought it was very I like good. it because they made fun of Ross I thought it was the best moment to have happened in Friends so far stop you're just saying that because I love the dog. No, no, I just I genuinely thought it was. Are really you good. kidding me? <laughs> Get out of here. Um, Phoebe has taken the dog attack as a sign. Of course, you know, they're they're kind of like staking out the place. It's now nighttime, and they're like, "Oh, I think that dog is a sign that I shouldn't meet my dad today." So let's go home. Do you think that no one would notice from inside the house that there's been a cab parked outside of their house, five feet away from their front door, four hours? Maybe no one's home. I guess. Yeah. Maybe. No one would have come and gone at that time. I don't know. It's just weird. It's so weird. So she turns on the engine and they go to drive and then there's a little yelp as she pulls away. And again, you were very, very distressed at this because Gunther the dog got run over. <laughs> His name isn't Gunther, it's Francis. <laughs> Francis the dog got ran over. I hated it. Were you worried? I was worried. Mm-hmm. But it was so good when Phoebe was like, after... 15 seconds of silence. Phoebe's just like, what was that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Phoebe. Knowing full well that she just hit that damn dog. But the thing is stupid. It shouldn't have been lying under the, like, the tire. It was trying to get warm. Warm? Warm. It's fine. It's probably spring or summer or fall in in New York because it's not snowing. It's April. Oh, it's April 25th, right. So all you need is a light jacket. Yes, it's the perfect date. Yeah, it's the perfect date. (laughs) Monica is really getting into the stocks. It's morning time now. She's like phoning up and investing in new things and really just getting into the whole bloody scene. She's a real Gordon Gecko. I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> well, she's she's in there. She's doing her thing. She talks about how she made seventeen dollars before breakfast. Woo! Seventeen bucks, eh? Of course, this was back in the nineteen nineties when seventeen bucks. Could get you a long way. What would that be today? Oh, wow. Don't boo-boo 17 bucks, Elizabeth. What would it be? I could get you a slice of key lime pie, a trip to the <laughs> cinema, and enough left over to take the subway home. So, what would that be today? I don't know, maybe... 30 bucks? Probably like 20 bucks. Oh, that's bucks? Like $3 more? I'm not an economist. I don't know how inflation works. Plus, you don't know because you don't work on the dollar system. You're used to the pound. Well, I'm used to a dollar now. Unfortunately. When I get money handed over to me, I don't go, what is this, what what is is this, this strange magic? paper? It's all the same size. That's crazy. Well, at least our coins aren't heavy and big and take up space in your wallets. Well, our coins are actually worth something. Our coins are worth things. No, coins are Except just... Except for nickels, which are arrogant jerks. Filthy garbage money. Filthy garbage money? Mm-hmm. Well, why don't you move back then, huh? Maybe I will. Fine. Maybe I'll get deported. (laughs) 
So, yeah, she's sort of, like, showing off her skills to, to Joey and stuff. Like, I made 17 bucks. How much have you made? He was like, well, I had breakfast here, so I saved three fifty. Imagine breakfast in New York for $3.50. Couldn't get That's that now. That's crazy. What is he getting? Like, a croissant out of a toilet? <laughs> a croissant Jesus. out of a dumpster? Jeez. That's what I meant to say. Put that one in. <laughs> they can both stay in. That's one of the scenes I noticed that Rachel just had coffee. And Joey had coffee and cereal. Hmm. But Rachel was just waking up. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, it's stereotypical. I'm just double standardizing it. Yeah, that's an it. interesting thing to notice. Monica's like, oh, yeah. And she's talking about the, uh, the shares that she's bought and sold. She's like, get out before they go down. That's her motto. And then Joey's like, that's so not my motto. And there's just some more little sly innuendo. Dirty, dirty, dirty. This show, man. This show. Phoebe um, has taken the dog to the vet. She's going to be fine. He's lost an ear. He's going to be fine. She did the right thing. She has Joey call the house to let them know the dog's okay. Puts on an accent. There's a woman that answers the phone. Tells him the dog's going to be back soon. Don't worry about it. Puts on a funny voice. He had like eight stitches, lost an ear. Poor little thing. Oh, poor little Gunther. Eh, Francis. Francis. Chandler and Ross are adjusting to life, not going to Central Park. They start drinking coffee at home. They kind of rag on instant coffee. Instant coffee's good, man. How dare you? It's a. It was like a cappuccino out of a bag. Out of a, yeah. Well, of course, if you're gonna get out of a crappy like little attaché. You know, it's it's not like ketchup or mayonnaise. You need it, like, in a jar, and you spoon it in. Instant coffee is Instant good. coffee's not it's as good, good as brewed coffee. It's fine. I mean, it's, it's fine. fine. I'm using it in your price, mother's terms. Fine. How dare you? No, I'm serious. If you... Look, a jar of coffee, right? That's about eight bucks. You get, like, 50 cups out of that. Uh, you go to Dunkin', yeah. You go to Dunkin' Donuts... $2 for one cup of coffee. Are you telling me the difference in price is, like, that significant? Four cups is equal to no, a jar? Nah. I am telling you that if you get the ground coffee and brew it, you'd probably even get way, way more. Mm. Not convinced. Well, we should do an experiment. A coffee experiment. All right, you make coffee, then I'll make coffee. And after the coffee contest... <laughs> after the coffee drinking contest, we'll get to work. Very good. Very good, It'll Elizabeth. will all be green. Good so. for you. Anyway, Joey's sort of like, right, when I get back from my niece's christening, I'm going to sort out those bullies. What the hell? And Ross is, what? I think that's so weird. Why? Like, it's the weirdest thing. That's It's just a weird line to drop in. He's just doing his thing. He's getting he, dressed up. Okay, yes, he's getting dressed up, but like, do we know anything about his family? Like, what is happening? Yeah, we know he's got seven sisters. His dad's had an affair. His mom's okay with it. Oh, Oh, seven sister. I, wow, I told. I don't remember anything from season one. You can just count that. Count We've on that for me. We've met both of his parents. I know. Okay, okay, okay. So sure. So he says, "I'm just going to my niece's christening." Instead yeah. of being like, "Oh, I'm going to a dinner," it's right. like I'm going to my niece's. It's during the day. Christening. It's it's layered. Yeah, meeting a, like, People go to christenings. Why is that such a big weird. deal? It's just it's the most random thing, and no one says anything about. It. They're not like, oh, cool, like have a great time. They knew he was going. It's just weird. Nah, it's fine. It's, it's weird. Fine. He couldn't go to the coffee shop right then because he had to go to his niece's christening. Mm. But as soon as he got back, he would sort those guys. But Ross, anyway, is against that. He's like, no, we need to stand up for ourselves. We need to take a stand. Gives like a little rousing speech. Who would win in a fight? We've done this question. 
No, I'm wondering between these bullies and then Chandler and Ross. Ross is as tall as that big guy. Yeah, but it's not about the size of the fight and the dog. It's just... Oh, boy. It's not the size of the dog and the fight. It's the size of the fight and the dog, Elizabeth. And Ross, he ain't got no fight. He's a lover. He is a tender, tender, gentle, gentle lover. Yeah, I just don't think he's got it in him. Mm. Anyway, you know, kudos to him anyway, because... Even though he kind of concedes they're probably going to get their ass kicked. It's about taking a stand and not being pushed around. And I, I, I can respect that. Yeah. I can respect that. So it looks like Chandler's the big wuss then of all of them. Well, you know, he's, he just isn't that keen on getting, getting beaten up. No, he doesn't want to get beat up, but he would give up his favorite coffee hangout instead of getting a beating. Yeah. All right. I think I probably would too. Really? Yeah. Like, but imagine at your favorite bar. I don't know. Yeah, see? There it is. Anywho, Monica starts losing money on the stock markets because apparently you can lose money on stock markets too. Well, yeah, because she was betting on random... No, it's not betting. Investing. <laughs> because she was investing on random letters Yep. because they were initials of people she had a crush on or something that sounded cool. Like, mm-hmm. she wasn't actually doing her research into it. Yep. So she is struggling on that, and then she's like, I need more money, or I'm going to have to take that job at the diner. Not looking good. I'm like, honey, don't worry about it. You're in with a doctor. He'll take care of you. Ugh. She can take care of herself, thank you. Well, she needs to rely on a man. There is no evidence in this episode that she can take care of herself. Well. Touche, I think this is what you're looking for. No. <laughs> she just need to rely on a man who's not a doctor. He's a dentist. A doctor, honey. No, he's not. I thought he was a dentist. He's an eye doctor. You're thinking of Barry. Oh, God, they're Please. all the same. I beg your pardon. Take that back immediately. You can't compare Barry, the evil orthodontist, to Dr. Richard Burke, eye doctor extraordinaire. I doctor to the stars. What's his name? Dr. Richard Burke. You mean Dick? This is beyond the pale. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, she's struggling with that. Phoebe drops off the dog. A woman answers the door. She returns the dog. Phoebe asks if Frank's home. The woman calls for Frank. It is a, young, a younger boy. You recognize him? Yeah. Who is it? I don't know his name. Giovanni Ribisi. Yeah. We have seen him before. In this show? In this show. Uh, Do you remember when Phoebe took up busking on the streets of New York? When oh, she wasn't yeah. allowed to play in Central Park? Yeah. And a young man dropped a condom. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. He gets around. Mm-hmm. That was him. That was him. Do, Do you think, think they did that intentionally? No, definitely not. Oh, okay. But I'd like to, but it could you know, it's not like the equivalent of Estelle the the agent pitching up as a nurse in the first season and then being Estelle in the second season. Like he, that could feasibly have just been that character. Like he didn't know who Phoebe was at that point. They could get away with it. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Especially since we've never seen him with anyone else but Phoebe and now this is something significant to Phoebe, mm-hmm. as you'll probably just say right now. What? Who is Giovanni Ribisi? Oh, he is um, Phoebe's half brother. Sorry, I got distracted. I was thinking of a joke I heard today. Oh my God. It was about it's about dogs and it's about condoms and same as we're talking about dogs and condoms. All right, Michael, what is the joke? Okay, so two dogs are walking down the street, 
and one of the dogs turns to the dog and says, do you use condoms? Do you use condoms? And the other dog says, Durex. And the other dog goes, I asked you first. <laughs> it's pretty good, huh? Pretty I don't get the asked you first one. I asked you first. Oh, I asked you first. I thought yeah. that was another pun. No, no, no. He's saying, I asked you first, but he's uh, saying Durex. That's a European it's, joke. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good I joke. I don't think we have Durex here. Oh, well, forget it then. I'll cut that out. <laughs> don't worry. No, all the people in the UK will be like, yes, all Durex. Right. <laughs> yes. Um, so she returns to yeah, Frank is the junior, the, the uh, Frank's son, her half, her half brother. Yeah, because she asked, oh, sorry, I meant Frank Sr. And the woman who answers the door is like, well, if you, you see him, let me know. He left four years ago and never mm-hmm. came back. He's done it again. And Phoebe's like, what? He's a rambler. Yeah. He just skips town. So this guy, Frank Jr., runs after her and is like, how do you know my dad? She said, well, I, I don't know him. I only know him genetically. And I'm, I'm, you know, his daughter. And then they realize that, you know, they're half-siblings. Which he thought was cool because that means that she could buy beer for him. Mm-hmm. But she wanted to know a little about her dad. And this guy, Frank Jr., said, oh, like, I don't know, even know much about him, but I know that he loved stilts. Mm-hmm. He used to walk around on stilts. He used to walk around on stilts. And, this, and Frank Jr. said that that was really the only time he saw him happy mm-hmm. was when he was on his stilts. I feel like we're learning things about Phoebe's dad in the same way that... Um, in How I Met Your Mother, they learn about Robin's mother. It's just like every now and again, they get like a little bit of oh, yeah. information. It's like, ding, afraid of flying. Ding. Yes. So what do we know about Frank Buffet Sr.? We know that he's a unreliable son of a bitch. Deadbeat. Deadbeat. And he likes stilts. wonder what more we'll learn about him along the way. This is a, a fun little... little adventure we're going to go on. Yep. Ross and Chandler go back to Central Perk. They're taking their stand... They get their coffee, they drink it very quickly, they burn their mouths, they go to leave thinking they've proved their point, they go outside and they run in to the two bullies. <sighs> so at that point they're just like, right, let's do this. Street fight. Bare knuckle, drag out, take it to the streets. Like the end of Rocky Five. But before they get to fighting, they kind of set a bunch of rules, they take off their watches, they agree no hitting in the face, no hitting below the waist... Uh, and they're like, ooh, and it's kind of kind of comedic at this point. They're yeah. just sort of like, they're all kind of like, all right, let's do this, let's do this. And then two other guys come along and, and take all their stuff because they put all their valuables in the hat, the hat that kicked off all of this controversy. Yep, so they all run after the guys that stole the hat. Mm-hmm. And then we get a little fade out and then fade back in. All four of them are coming into the coffee shop. Best of buds. Chandler has a big bruise on his forehead. Everyone else seems completely unscrapped. Yep. Because they've just curb stomped two fools in a four-on-two beatdown. That's vicious. I guess so. Well, a three-on-two. Chandler trips over a girl's jump rope. (laughs) Oh, Chandler. Poor Chandler. That'd be you in a fight. Yeah. Me? Yeah. Hey, listen me. I'm, I'm tough. Are you? I'm tough. Don't mess with me. Yeah? Yeah. You'd punch them in the face? I got Seamus O'Shaughnessy and Tamil Shanner right here. Did you actually just make those up or did you steal it from something? Well, Seamus O'Shaughnessy is the full name of professional wrestler Seamus. And Tamil Shanner is a Robert Burns poem. But you name your you name your fists after things. So Seamus O'Shaughnessy? Shaughnessy. 
Seamus O'Shaughnessy. Yeah. And Tam O'Shanter. Tam O'Shanter. Yeah. Am I am I speaking English? <laughs> Seamus O'Shaughnessy and Tam those O'Shanter. Are the, those are the names of my fists. <laughs> Don't mess with them. Don't get on the wrong side oh, of them. Oh gosh, you're so threatening. They've oh, been drinking no. all day. They're spoiling for a fight. Oh no. Yeah. That's right. Tough me. If you name your fists, you know you gotta be tough. You are a ball of mush. <laughs> here. I'll give you a rap on the Jack Johnson. So yeah, they seem to be friends. Chandler asks for his hat back. The guys go, no. And they're like, ooh. So then Chandler steals his hat back and runs away and falls over behind the couch. <laughs> Roll the credits. <laughs> and during the end credits, we get a glimpse into Monica's new job in the 50s diner. Couldn't quite tell if she's meant to be dressed up as somebody, but it's a very sort of typical look. It's yeah. sort of um, it's like a diner. Someone who works at a diner. Someone who works in a fifties diner. Yeah, so like the curly head that's kind of big, the huge boobs, the very stereotypical cat eye sun uh, eyeglasses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she doesn't. She looks older. You know, she's aged herself. I have a very well. She's from the fifties. I have a very serious question for you. Yes. Do you think the rest of the staff in that diner were ghosts? <laughs> yeah. Oh no. I do. And that's why Monica didn't want to work there. <laughs> but the friends gang show up and they play their little music from their seat. Yeah. And they all have to get up on the table and dance and Monica seizes them and just gives them the face. Mm-hmm. And but does her her dance to the YMCA song. Which FYI absolutely not from the 1950s that song. No, it's probably just they have a dance for lots of different things that you could play or something. Uh, I I think ever if they want to stay in character they should be like what is this strange future music that you're playing? <laughs> That's what they should really do. Yeah, they should. They shouldn't even be on the jukebox really. Well, like, I don't know, play the twist or something. Yeah, or play, like, an Elvis song? An Elvis song? Do, like, um, Chuck Berry, Say La Vie to the old folks. Goes to show you never can tell. It's a pastiche of Pulp Fiction, you know, mm. anything. But no, they went with YMCA. Very much a like, 1980s I disco hit. Something like that. Yeah, one of those, like, songs you hear at weddings and everyone's like, ugh, fine. Mm-hmm. Let's just do it. Just dance, and then the DJ will play something else. Mm -hmm. And then Chandler pours a bunch of quarters on the table, so they're going to be there a while. Poor Monica. can always trust those good old friends of yours to show up and revel in your misery. Mm -hmm. Good for them. So what's next? Next up is the one with the two parties. So this is where the gang uh, take a look at the political system in America and make their decisions. (laughs) Republican or Democrat? America decides. <laughs> yeah, so who knows what that could be about. I don't know. I imagine that two people are throwing a party and people have to decide where to go. Oh, perhaps. Sounds very... Maybe. Typical. Who knows? Well, if only if you're right. Right. What did you think of that episode though, Elizabeth? Yeah, it was alright. It was alright? Yeah. Apart from the, the dog violence? Well, I liked when the dog was halfway in the cab. That was wonderful. That was pretty good. And I like that they made fun of Ross, even though you don't think that happened. I don't think they were making fun of Ross at all. Hmm. I thought it was a bit of a tease. I thought we were going to finally see what we've been waiting for for two seasons. Ross getting getting a beat down. But yet again, he comes off unscathed. Yeah, right? His hair wasn't even messed up and his sweater was perfect. Like, what the heck? Yeah. Weird. Everything seems to be working out all right for old Dr. Galler. I guess so. 
for some reason. It's because he's the main character. Well, says you. Yep, and I will say it every episode. Okay. So the one with two parties. All right, I'm looking forward to it. We're back and forth a wee bit there. Well, I was trying to finish up the episode. How were you gonna just gonna start it from there? Wasn't gonna go back to something we'd already talked about. I'll tell you okay, that much. Okay, well then cut it out and you say something clever right now. I'll have what she's having. <laughs> just finish the shit. <laughs> that so I think we'll 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 draw a line under it there. It was a good enough episode. Not a, not a classic, but all right. What? Wait, it was a classic. Damn it. Nope, this is Whoa. the one. This is the Wait one episode. This is the one episode that wasn't a classic episode. No, you're just saying that because you're trying to cover your ass. <laughs> There's I knew a, it. Look. I knew you were just being a jerk. <laughs> like those bullies. Oh, boy. You heard it here first, folks. Not a classic. Not a classic. Write it down on your calendars. In your schedules and on your eye tablets and iPhones and Samsung IQSs. And Why would they need it on their schedules? I don't know. Okay, they just need to know. So they can look back and say, oh, that was the one Michael said wasn't a classic. The one where Michael said it wasn't a classic. Yeah, that's oh, the one no. that's good. That's the title of this. Oh, no. Yes. All right. Well, thank you very much for listening yet again to the Friends of the End podcast with me and Elizabeth. If you want to help us out, give us a follow on Twitter at FriendsPod. You can pose a question for Ask Elizabeth or just get involved in the banter, man. If you've got a name for your fists, tweet me. I want to hear them. Or what's a better name for that dog? Because it can't be Gunther and Francis was just like, I, I was scared and I had to throw something out. It can be Gunther. It can't be There can be, be two things in a show called Gunther. Ugh. Uh, if you want to help support the show or reach a larger audience, word of mouth is a great way of doing it, but also going over to iTunes and leaving a nice little friendly rating and review over there is a great way for us to reach a larger audience. So thank you very much in advance. Elizabeth. Michael. You're struggling to keep your eyes open there. You on and away. That's what a non-classic Friends episode will do to you. No, I just had a long day. All right. Well, it's about to get longer. Say hello to Seamus O'Shaughnessy. Maybe we shouldn't end the episode on domestic TV. violence. Okay. No. <laughs> oh well, that'll do. No, no, we should just say bye instead. We should. Bye. Have... No. Elizabeth, tell them you're okay. I'm fine. Okay, good. That's it bye. for us. Bye, bye.